Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Mm, this is Frank Whaley over here. This is episode 45 of our third season. And today is Tuesday, the 22nd of September. I almost said November. Could you imagine if you said November? Oh my God. Been over September and then people would freak out. People would be like, oh my God, it's November already? What's their, what's their phone number? We got to call them and tell them that they're wrong. It's not November yet. No, they would just blindly believe it and go and buy a turkey. Because it'd be like, we missed Thanksgiving. Holy shit, we missed Thanksgiving. We missed Halloween. It's almost Christmas. We got to do Christmas shopping. That's what people will be doing. <sighs> well, I hope people are in, in a panic. I certainly didn't want anybody to panic. Um, I'm like Donald Trump. I don't want people to panic. Patricia Heaton, you know her? Yes. Remember her from the middle? Yep. Um, well, I once liked her because I was on a... TV miniseries once, and she tweeted something about it. I don't remember what. It was made off. She said that you did a good job. Yeah, and so that made me like her. But then she's super conservative. Yeah, and she's uh, she told her f- her fellow Christian followers on social media to prepare for a quote onslaught of arrogant pronouncements in the coming days from people who are ignorant of religion, such as she says. Friends, be prepared for social media to be filled with an onslaught of arrogant pronouncements based on breathtaking ignorance of religion in general, Christianity, specifically in Catholicism in particular, by people who wouldn't recognize God if he bit them on the bum. Well, now. Okay. Patricia. Sounds like a lot of Catholic priests uh, I've, I've heard about. Sounds like she's got a little biting, fetish about God biting her on her bum. Biting people on the bum. She didn't specify what she was talking about. She liked the re- re- referencing the debate between Democrats and Republicans about the Supreme Court. But previously, she's uh, made opinions of, uh, uh, on abortion. She made her opinions on abortion known in February because she tweeted uh, a rebuke, rebuke, rebuke mm-hmm. of Democrats for inviting pro-life advocates onto the party platform. I don't understand why pro-life people want to know if they're welcome to join the Democrat Party, she wrote. Hey, when they say Democrat Party. Yeah. Why would any civilized person want to support a barbaric platform that champions abortion for any reason through all nine months, funded by taxpayers? All misinformation and, not, and lies. Wait a second. So Patricia Heaton said that. Yes. And meanwhile, now she's, now she's retweeting Kathy Lee Gifford. I so appreciated the friendship between RBG and Justice Scalia. They set aside their differences to honor each other's humanity. And then she's calling us like craven abortion lovers. Right. You can't have it both ways, Patricia Heaton. And yeah. first of all, nobody loves abortion. Nobody loves abortion. And the fact is that when there are Democrats in charge, there are fewer abortions because people get birth control and sex education and all kinds of stuff like that, Patricia. Yeah. That's right, Patricia. So shut the hell up. And, you know, it's, it's, it's all good when, when, you know, people on, on the, quote, Democrat side who happen to be entertainers make a remark and then they say, hey, stick to your acting. How about, how about that? How about that? I'm going to be a hypocrite just like them. I'm going to say, hey, Patricia Heaton, stick to your dumb acting. Meanwhile, her producer husband, David Hunt, was accused of inappropriate touching on the set of CBS sitcom Carol's Second Act, which she acted in, which got canceled after one season because it probably sucked. Who was he touching? Well, Brad Gupta, a writer for the series, claimed she went to Human Resource. Oh, Bro- Brody. I'm sorry, not Brad. Brody Gupta. 
B-R-O-T-I, Gupta, a writer for the series, claimed she went to Human Resources to complain about Hunt touching her on two separate occasions. She also said she was made to feel uncomfortable after Hunt hugged her outside a work dinner in August, complimented her pants, and ran his hand up her thigh. Okay. She also said she was sitting... Wait, wait, pause there, pause there, because you compliment somebody's pants. No one's going to take that... I'm pausing here, too, yeah, uh, Heather. N- nobody's going to take, like, oh, hey, Nate, I like those pants. He must have said, like, your ass looks amazing in those pants. Or as someone once said to me when I was waiting tables, those pants make me want to spank you. Oh. Like, that's, that's, like, there are gross things that men say. Like, when they say he complimented my pants, it's not somebody saying, those are some fine-looking trousers. He probably didn't say, oh, I like the, I like the cut of the, of the inseam. Maybe that's, but that sounds dirty. Yeah, I don't want any man talking about my inseam. Gross. I like the cut of your inseam. Ew. Mama. Uh, he, she also said, Miss um, Gupta also said that she was sitting next to co-executive producer Mark G. McGee several weeks later when Hunt allegedly jerked Gupta by the shoulders after apparently looking for something. What? Gupta later told McGee of the initial alleged counter with Hunt and she said she was encouraged by McGee to speak out. So there you go. You're a hypocrite. Your husband's a, um, you know, a, a pants um, complimenter, a female pants complimenter, and he probably bites him on the bum, too. And uh, here you are talking shit, Patricia Heaton. So there. There you go, Patricia Heaton. My jacket's making a lot of noise. I'm wearing like a, like a lightweight kind of, um, what do you call this kind of jacket? Get to the point. It, it's a like a lightweight. It's a it's a it's a it's a light down jacket. down jacket, but yeah. it's like got that material that makes a lot of noise when I'm moving around. Right. Sorry well, about that. No problem. I was starting to say that I once worked with the young young woman who played Patricia Eaton's daughter on the show The Middle. Susu Heck. She played Susu Heck, and she was quite wonderful. So that's all I'll say about that. Speaking of religious nut job zealot fools like Patricia Heaton and the like, our fuckery president, Trump, it's not not even him. I'm sure it's not even his decision. I'm sure it's all big money involved. But have you ever heard of um, a group called the People of Praise Group? No, I've never heard of that. Well, it's it's a religious group that actually served as inspiration for Margaret Atwood's The Handmaid's Tale. And the reason I bring this up is Amy Coney Barrett is Trump's favorite to be the Supreme Court nominee to replace She's going to hang us on the wall. RBG. We're going to all be hanging on the wall. Yes. You know what I would be if in The Handmaid's Tale? Oh, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be... Prime picking, girl. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I'm too old. I wouldn't be a handmaid. But Look at you. it might be a situation where you would, would you be a command? No, because we would be like, we would be like the outcast. We would be having to run for our lives because we're Don't be so dissidents. sure. Don't be so sure. Or I would be a Martha. Oh my God. You, I kind of would, I kind of wouldn't mind just cooking and stuff all the time. I wouldn't be a commander. Look at me. Right. I'd be in. I'd be in the resistance. But right, you and I would be in the resistance. Yeah, you you wouldn't be of Frank. Oh God, no. But I would. I would think that maybe I would be the commander's wife. You would be Commander Frank, and we would have someone in the house who was off Frank. Right. 
trying to have another baby. Off Frank, not off. of, not of. Of no, it's is of. It off? Of off, off, off Fred. Off, but it's but it's of. Right, but it's you said like off, word. like O F F, off Frank. But they, but they didn't call her of Fred. Right, they called her off Fred. Oh yeah, I I was for, for I used to think it was all, all her name was Alfred at first. Alfred, yeah, but you also thought Anne Boleyn's name was Amber Lynn. I still do. So this group, uh, well, this woman Barrett, um, who's going to be Trump's nominee, is a devout Catholic, and her uh, and her and her husband, they both belong to the People of Praise group. Current and form, former members have said, according to the New York Times, that their fathers have served as leaders in the group. Um. The Charismatic Christian Parachute Organization, which was founded in South Bend, Indiana in 1971, it teaches that men have authority over their wives, members swear a lifelong oath of loyalty to one another, and are expected to donate at least 5% of their earnings to the group. Hang on a sec. Is it called charismatic? That's part of the name, or is that just an adjective to describe this Christian parachute group? Well, there's... there's are they? No, it's not. Yeah, it's, the, the, the group that they belong to is an offshoot of, of that, the, that, that group. But were they called the Charismatic Christian Parachute or whatever? Or were they called the Christian Parachute and they're being described as charismatic? Because to call yourself charismatic is going a little far. No, that, that, that's just the way it's described. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's a Charismatic Christian Parachute. Don't get involved in any you know charismatic what? I, religions. I, I, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to, full, full, uh, in full disclosure here, I'm so old and blind, I misread. Let me, let me just rephrase it. Okay. It's not the parachute organization. <laughs> the charismatic Christian parachurch organization. Got nothing to do with parachutes, Heather. Okay, but so is, it char- is charismatic part of the name? No, this is, this is okay. the way that, that, that this article that I'm reading from Newsweek describes it. The charismatic Christian parachurch organization, which was founded in South Bend, Indiana in 1971, talking about this people of praise. Now do, you, now do you understand? Yeah, okay. I get it. So they all have to give um, uh, part, of their, part of their earnings, and um, they're assigned to personal ad- advisors of the same sex called a head for men and a handmaid for women. Okay, wait, hold on a sec. Because a parachurch is one of those big mega churches. That's what it's called. Yes. So what is this specific one that she's in called? People of Praise. People of Praise. Um, they changed um, the handmaid after Handmaid's Tale came out. It was very, you know, was a television show. So they no longer call them handmaids. Handmaids, but originally they called the 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 advisors for men the head, and for the women the handmaid. Um, so this is what Trump. I wonder this what is they the, mean by head. This is what this is what Trump is doing. He's this woman who is a a an, a, an insane person, obviously. She doesn't think clearly. I don't know. I don't give a shit what law school she may have gone to or what, what, you know, what appellate court she's served on. Anyone who believes in these crazy, shitty, fucking nutty, idiotic, barbaric things. Speaking of barbaric, Patricia Heaton. But women who want the right to, 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 to do what they will with their own bodies. That's not barbaric. Hang on. On the people of praise at peopleofpraise.org, the very first thing they say is, People of Praise is a charismatic Christian community. Uh, uh, we're going to be the judge of that, people of praise, whether you're charismatic or not. You can't just say, that's like saying, we are good looking. It's you ridiculous. You the can't whole just thing. say, hey, we're charismatic. And I'm looking at these people, and they don't look very charismatic to me. Well, that's they look a, like a, I, I would say I would say them calling themselves charismatic is the least of the issue. 
I, but it bothers me. It bothers me as well. But what really bothers me is that this woman is going. This woman who's who's a handmaid, going after Roe versus Wade. Yeah, well, she's going to go after more than that. Hell yes. And then, and then we got on the other side. We got the likes of Patricia Heaton telling us to beware. Yeah, no, we 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 know Patricia Heaton. We're going to be, be we're going to beware of of um, lies told. Okay, so listen, I want to say something to people, and I know I'm preaching to the choir here, because if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know this, and you're an educated person, and you think like we do, otherwise you'd be sending us a whole lot of hate mail. Let me guess what you're about to say. They, they need to get on the merch store and buy a bobblehead. They need to get t-shirts. They well, need you to do get need merch. to do that. You need to get on our merch store, but that's more a, than oh, that. that's not what you were going to say. Go ahead. Even more important than that, you need to vote for progressives, liberals, Democrats in your state legislature, because it's your state that makes these laws. It's not the federal government. The federal government and Roe Free Wade weighed in on abortion. But when they remove that, states that legalized abortion will still have legal abortion. But it's only going to stay that way so long as legislatures are allowing it. So what you want to do is pay attention to not just the names at the top of the ballot, all the way down. Democrat, 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 Democrat. Don't even look at the other ones. Exactly. And one other thing you didn't mention. Good bobblehead. Hit me up on Cameo. We'll be right back. As kids are going to school uh, in a hybrid situation or remote learning, people are on Zoom a lot, right, Frank? Sure. So here we have a story from Florida. I refuse to be on Zoom. I, I've been like, I'd had to do, I, I agreed to do uh, like a, a couple of podcasts on Zoom. And I just, I look awful and I'm, I'm not, I, I'm no longer, I, folks, I'm no longer doing Zoom. Go ahead, Heather. Sorry to interrupt. So here, here is a report from Palm Beach County. In a Palm Beach County school board meeting earlier this week, elementary school teacher Edith Pride implored parents to behave appropriately during their children's remote school days, which are filmed and recorded. In her three-minute speech, Pride asked parents to, quote, have on proper clothing Mm. and avoid, quote, appearing with big joints in the background of their children's video conferences during the school day. Several other Palm Beach County school teachers reported similar incidents of alcohol consumption, partial nudity, or drug use in the background of virtual lessons. Researchers have found that parents stressed out by new circumstances and remote learning amid the pandemic drink more, hell yeah, and are more likely to report binge drinking than parents who were not stressed. But parents are holding up big joints. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Get the edibles. Nobody will know. Tell me I'm wrong. Florida is a shithole country. Florida's Florida's a strange place, I will but, say. I mean, and I, and I want to shout out all due respect to our listeners who may reside in Florida. And I invite you to, t- to, to, to tell me I'm wrong about that and explain to me why. But it kind of doesn't matter because one thing that you'll learn about Florida if you study uh, climate change is that the, at least the southern part of Florida, the bedrock is very porous. So as the oceans rise, you won't even be able to build a seawall to keep it out because the ocean will be coming up from below. And I hope it, I hope it gulps up Ron DeSantis on a, on a huge tidal wave, strips him of all his clothes, and just rides him through town, showing off his minuscule genitalia. 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 I was, I was cross. I was crossed between genitals and genitalia, so I said genitalia, 
It sounded, it sounded like a tape. the tape got garbled. Can you like imagine t- if you're on a Zoom with your like second grade class and there's like Debbie's mom is partially naked or her dad wandering through the room? That's, that's, uh, that's traumatic. Yeah, that would be. That would suck. Well, only in Florida, folks. Only but in Florida. The other option is when people turn their cameras off. And I have to say that's rude. It's rude if you're in a class that someone's leading and they're talking to you. And all they're looking at is a bunch of blank screens with an initial that says who who's there. I, I think that's rude. All I can think of is is if this was occurring in between the years, this whole pandemic, and 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 in this world, bear with me. In my in, in the seventies, there was the electronics that there are now. There was the technology that that that, that exists now. If oh I God. was if I if I was in high school. And, and taking Zoom classes, the hijinks I'd be getting up to. And imagine the mimeographing. I mean, the mimeographing alone would be an all-day affair. Oh, yeah. You'd have to be writing everything on those, like, remember the copy paper? Carbon, yeah. carbon paper? Yeah. When I was in high school, in class, and I do know that there are some listeners who were members of the John Jay High School Latin Club, with me. Oh, that was there. That that's infamous. Let me tell you, it kind of was For because being... I had we had this crazy teacher who used to take us into New York City to see plays like Dido, Queen of Carthage, which began with a big naked orgy on the stage. That was fun for the the young high school kids. But when she would give a, an exam, somebody would bring in Doritos or something, and they would just put answers to the exam in the bag of Doritos and pass it around. And this one kid in class one day, he was sitting next to the window and he jumped out the window in the middle of class, walked around the building and then came back in the door. And this teacher was just like, what? Another thing we did was tell her that the film Caligula was an appropriate way for us to learn about Emperor Caligula. So we started watching that porno movie in the middle of our class. Wow. Sounds to me like your Latin club was infamous for having a bunch of really Porno-minded nerds. A.K.A. high school students. So in this videotaped school board meeting, Edith Pride said, Parents, please make sure that you have on proper clothing when you're walking in front of or behind the child's computer because we've seen them in their drawers, their bras, and everything else. She also reminded parents that all students on a video call can hear parents' discussions in the background. So many, many people have been exposed to cussing and inappropriate language. Who's, who's- reporting this? Is this the, like the school board? It was a, a publicly filmed school board meeting. When you're helping your children at the computer, please do not appear with big joints in your hands and cigarettes. Unbelievable. We had a father, no shirt, drinking a beer at about 11.45 in the morning. One if... teacher said, parents are smoking, parents are smoking marijuana. I mean, I don't really care if people do that, but you shouldn't be in the screen doing that. I'm so, Again, I'm just imagining like a Zoom class in my house at at three eight five beep beep avenue and beep new york in the mid 70s because that's my father would be sitting in his chair one cigarette in his hand another cigarette in the ashtray my mom in the other room smoking and drinking talking i'm not on even phone, sh- right wouldn't she be talking on the phone she'd be talking to her to friend, friend margaret cussing about her their other her other friend madge also named Margaret. So she had two friends named Margaret, so they had to call one Madge. But my mom being in the other room would be like, 
she's a goddamn bitch and she's got a bug up her ass. My father would have the television on really loud. Like, I don't know what he watched when he was out of work during the day. He'd watch, you know, be watching like, let's make a deal with Monty Hall. Every once in a while, he'd flatulate. Is it flatulate or flatulate? Once and for all. Flatulate. Okay, thank you. I've asked you that several times. You never give me a straight answer. I always give you shit. But how much would you love it if you had that and you could go back and watch it right now? The Zoom call or my father flatulating? No, the Zoom call. Oh, I'd like love it. a little it. snippet of your life, like a day in the life of little Frank. I would just love it. I would just love it. It would be, uh, it would be uh, bittersweet. How, 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 how it all went down. And I would like to see your life too, Heather. My life? Yeah. You're, I love, I'd love to see little Heather over there in uh, Iran. Oh, my God. Uh, I would like to see that too, actually. You know what else I'd like to see? This episode comes to an end. Yeah, me too. Go to whaleyfamilyhour.com and send us messages, questions, whatever. Um, check out our merch store. Oh, yeah. We got mugs, T-shirts. We got stuff from my personal archive. One-of-a-kind stuff, folks. Don't miss out because it's going fast. I made a Facebook page also. There's not really anything on it, but you can go to the Facebook page if and, Facebook is your thing. And I'm making a face at you right now. Bye. Bye. Bye.